Hey everyone, it's Erin here with just a couple show notes. This episode had to undergo a bunch of editing after the original edit um, and uh, kind of under a time crunch as well. So I apologize if this one feels a little choppy, but while I have you, I may as well give a little bit of a content warning. This episode deals with some more serious topics like human trafficking and sexual assault and molestation. So if this is not the episode for you, just move on to the next one. We'd love to have you join us next week. Thanks so much, everyone. Enjoy. Bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Erin Pym, and what I like to do here is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to talk about in-depth topics surrounding sex and sexuality. Today, I'm super excited to welcome this guest. We've got some, like, some meaty, Mm. meaty, meaty topics. Uh, Meat sandwich, baby. uh, (laughs) I'm literally eating a meat stick right now. Uh, It's meaty. The person eating a meat stick, yes, you heard it. (laughs) Chris Kim. Miss Erin. Yes. Are we swearing on the pod now? Oh, we're fucking shit up on the pod now. (laughs) It's been too long since Submissive Cleo has been back on the scene, motherfuckers. (laughs) Yes, I wasn't sure also if we were going to say that you, you actually have been on the pod before, right? I don't give a fuck no more. (laughs) <laughs> no fucks left no none I, less I learned it i learned it from you white chicks you're like i'm a dom i'm like i'm a sub <laughs> <laughs> and i'm interested maybe yeah let's before actually before diving into the topics then let's talk about your persona and what you were speaking on mm-hmm. last time you were here and <clears throat> what brought you to where you are now Oof. well right now i'm in trenton ontario it's my home. Please don't abuse this address. <laughs> it's my safe haven from the world. And so I've been doing a lot of online organizing. <laughs> organizing! <laughs> Go with it. I love it. It's a new word. <laughs> so I've been working and working and working behind the scenes, getting all these events put together. And the one that I'm most looking forward to is my birthday to Nice. Yeah, so please, please, please let me get what I want. I want to raise money for Cutie Lit Meg. Mm, A million dollars in my pocket. November 25th is my birthday party. Uh Uh-huh. Everyone's invited, all my friends that listen to this pod. (laughs) All my pod friends. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Um, So, yes, Submissive Cleo, formerly known as. Mm -hmm. Yeah, currently, sure. Currently, still kind of? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Cool? Yeah. Um, because I feel like at one point you wanted to talk about, like, transitioning out of that or something. Was that, am I dreaming that? Because it's actually not in our list that I have. But I remember you saying that. Did you? Did I just trip up one of the sexiest hosts of pods in the world? I feel like maybe it's back <laughs> in the DMs. No, no, no. Listen, so, sorry, I hate saying that, but I'm on a podcast. Listen, listen. folks. Listen. I'm transitioning innerly, innerly, innerly. <laughs> I'm trans. 
Everyone thought it was a fucking hard femme with an F. Fat ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. I am just the Miss Cleo. I am a fucking sub. I am a little S. I am a sexy motherfucker. Fucking and I am still look the same. And I've actually gained 100 pounds and people are like, you look hotter. And I'm like, really? <laughs> Tell me your weight. And then I report them. <laughs> and then I block them. <laughs> oh, no, I report. I don't take harassment on my work phone. There you go. There you mm-hmm. go. They're trying to they're trying to dirty text you for free, you know. <laughs> Tell me what size your feet are. Mm, <laughs> really? Oh, oh, Miss Pim. Just casually. What they're size are your feet? Now. They're ten now. They used to be eight and a half, but I gained so much weight. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best. What you said to me, okay. What you said was a follow up a follow up episode about mm. exiting. That's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I'm recalling. I'm exiting sugar babying. Mm, okay okay Mm -hmm. exiting sugar babying so Mm -hmm. maybe for the folks who don't even know what that is maybe tell us just slightly what what uh... the cold notes of being a sugar baby yeah let's put it in the words of drake you go to ufc (laughs) you want to buy louboutins Mm -hmm. you suck some d Mm -hmm. you get the louboutins and then you go home crying afterwards because your louboutins hurt your feet because you're so happy you walk home way too fast in your little Louboutins. They're not broken in yet. Get bigger first. You know what I mean? Don't do it at 18. <laughs> Wear a Band-Aid. You know, you know you're going to get blisters. Oh, Put the yeah. Band-Aids on before. Prepare. Please. You know? Please. Get some docks first. You know what I mean? Be a punk. Get some docks first. Really learn how to blister up your feet. And then get a pair of lubes. There you go. <laughs> Don't get blood on your expensive shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So, okay, so exiting from sugar babying. Exactly. Cool. Okay. Yeah. What has that transition been like for you? It's been easy peasy, yeah. lemon squeezy. Yeah, right in my eye, you know? Yeah, baby. You know how I love Goldens. <laughs> uh, did we talk about Goldens before? We talk I think about- I always talk about Goldens. Fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> Just casually. <laughs> rainbows, rainbows everywhere. <laughs> it happened to me so oh i was on this other pod i don't remember what it's called but i told the story already Hmm. i've got it nailed down to one minute (laughs) so i was in austin texas with my sugar daddy greg okay and uh i can say his name because he doesn't give a fuck either he's not listening (laughs) it's only a first name who cares it's common greg (laughs) yeah who's it i don't know it doesn't matter he's my friend no literally he's my friend so we were in Austin together, and I was drunk off my ass on pure corn alcohol, okay? Mm. <laughs> and uh, we're sitting in the patio. I smoke still. Surprise! <laughs> and uh, his mom did too, so I get it. And uh, fucking A, I'm standing there like, hey, I forgot that we were in public because I was so drunk and because I was so in love with him. Mm-hmm. I was just like, Greg, Daddy Greg, can you please piss on me when we get home, please? <laughs> <laughs> And then we get home and then he pisses on me and then I'm like, oh, that's all I needed. And then we wake up the next day. We were both wasted on corn alcohol. And then he says, did you, do you remember last night? You were begging me to piss on you in public. That could have been embarrassing. And I'm like, and then we both look at each other. And we're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess what I'm saying is that everybody pisses in the bathtub. Sometimes you get it in your eye. Sometimes you get it in someone else's. Yeah. That's yeah. the name of the game. Yeah. <laughs> We called it a game last time, too, and you're calling it a game now for serious. <laughs> win stupid, uh, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Oh, my say. God. 
<laughs> all right, is uh, anyone gonna hear us over all this cackling? Like we're just evil laughing it for twenty minutes. <laughs> Super cut. Then we'll torture people with it. Love it. <laughs> oh, oh! I just came up with an idea. Okay, serious <laughs> scene idea. What's up, okay. Aaron? Yes, what serious you time. Last time I talked to you. What have we, I been up to? Oh man, um, so much <laughs> dominating. So much pro dominating. Uh, lots of fucking work doing that. Yeah. Um, like, you know, trying to fucking date around. I had my heart broken a couple times at the beginning of the year. Um, that was like, yeah, that was from like the last year. Those are two things that really stand out. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know. Significant moments. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. When I think of like the past calendar year, I'm like, yes. Um, and then, yeah, just working, feeling really good about work lately and um, feeling really good about my relationships and stuff lately in a really good Aww. spot, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks for asking. And, and myself, too. Yeah, how about you? I'll always be polyamorous at heart, but uh, too much trauma with my partner and I. And so we're monogamous. Uh, not reluctantly, so like kind of like in a subversive way, like, mm-hmm. I'm monogamous now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> tongue in cheek monogamy yeah cheeky monogamy yeah when you put it that way it sounds kind of naughty i like it cheeky it's We're a cheeky, cheeky. Monogamous it's now. A cheeky. Oh. 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 i might be doing something bad if i see you in person on my birthday november 25th <laughs> okay yes we have some pretty serious topics we have things like human trafficking that we want to talk mm-hmm. about and yeah. different types of abuse and things like that so mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess the first topic that we have here is human trafficking. So let's, let's talk about what did you want to talk about surrounding that? So, um, my personal tale is no different than any others in this industry. And so I have letters here from people who want to share their story and can't. Right. So we'll just all call them Chris. Okay, so one of the stories that I've heard, and I'm reading a letter here right now in my hand, piece of paper, mm-hmm. it's weird. Um, I'm 12 years old. Um, my name is Chris. I'm being groomed for human trafficking in Siberia. What are you doing in Toronto? That's all. Wow. Mm-hmm. So what do you do from there after receiving a letter like that? What can you do? I do a lot of this. I spend, I just spend time outside as much as I can. I have the sad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So the 12-year-old, I said, listen, thank you for reaching out. I don't know your email address. I'm not going to be able to get back to you until you're about 27. But you know something's up and you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. That's all. What else can I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The right letters to your Congress. Write letters to your MPs. Write letters to your local, local, local mayor. Yeah. I have a little incoming beacon of, of freedom, truth from the future, from Submissive Cleo coming in right now. Can I? Yes, please. So Submissive Cleo, formerly known as Sex Worker Cleo, mm-hmm. is applying for mayor of Trenton, Ontario for 2K23, applying in August. The election is in October. It's happening. Oh, my God. Congrats. Is it? Yeah. It's kind of a power trip. <laughs> In what way? 
I will literally have power. Yeah. And you might trip on it. <laughs> Careful. That's why I have you. I literally just put my foot on a stool right now. I heard, I heard something happen. <laughs> you see? You see? Mama's not looking, but she's always listening. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay. So, yes. What's one of the main things people can take away um, if they're unclear about maybe the distinction between human trafficking and sex work mm -hmm. what what can we say surrounding that i think that what can be said for coming from me the voice of a little girl in siberia literally yeah. um you have to look out for signs of grooming first of all how do you do that your parent has to fucking check in on you i'm sorry yeah. you you know what i mean like caregiver I mean, yeah. Yeah. What are the warning signs? Physical infections, tons of yeast infections, mm. burning when it pees, a lot of masturbating to get rid of the pee, mm -hmm. egg topic pregnancies at the age of eight years old. That's when a Russian girl got pregnant. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And this is happening now, guys, gals, folks. Mm -hmm. I feel like believe your kid when <laughs> they're telling you. It's easier said than done because I think that spending a lot of time with rural folk, like white people, frankly, in Canada, uh -huh. in Trenton, Ontario, they believe their kids. It's just like, oh, you got knocked in the head? Oh, I'm sorry. Hmm. My parents, this is my comedy routine now. This is fucked up. Hmm. Um, what is she doing? They don't even know that I'm in the room. I grew up in a house, I'm so privileged, I grew up in a house so big that my grandparents never knew I was home. I grew up rich, bitch. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Hmm. So did that foster, like, you just kind of doing whatever the hell? Like, not being monitored, uh, really, then? Yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Did you find that yeah. tough, or freeing, or anywhere <clears throat> in between? It's so ingrained in my experience that I can't articulate it. I just live it. I'm present. I'm me. Yeah. And so I'm just, I float around the world like a butterfly being taken care of by the world because I'm so pretty <laughs> and privileged and awesome and Asian and Korean and all these things. But I come here and then indigenous folk look at me and they're like, are you from Tayandanega? And I'm like, you think I'm from Tayandanega? Am I cool? <laughs> <laughs> And then I say, no, hun, I'm from Korea. And they're like, oh, cool. You came from far? And I'm like, yeah, that's all. But sorry, we were saying, what other types of things maybe should we be keeping an eye out for? Who are your friends going to sleepovers with? Mm. All, the, all the stranger danger cliches. Just do it. Right. We're not in Sweden. We're not in Sweden. What do you mean by that? From what I know about Sweden, it's actually rude for a child to ask to stay for dinner. Oh, yeah. It's not like that in Canada. Fuck no. I was over at my fucking... I grew up at my best friend's house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never kids, left. right? Kids, yeah. of the, kids of the 2000s, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, see, your belly laughter helps. And that's, I think, that... What can you do? You just put the TVO on 
you watch clown college kids playing it up for the kids and then you watch the kids watch the kids and then it's all good fun send them to school mm-hmm. do you know how many people are educated in watching out for this stuff but the government doesn't allow them to do anything it's the government's job to do so much and then it's the parents fault whoops canada yeah it seems like there's no support for parents to be uh-huh. able to yeah. know what to look out for and know what to do and know what exactly. the, what a warning sign is. And I, I was always the sleepy kid in class. I don't know how you are in school, but mm-hmm. it's always like the sleepy one that needs the most help because they're not sleeping at home for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So teachers are always looking out. They're shuffling wrong, you know. I made it through school. I got, I was the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, I got through school somehow. <laughs> and I hope it didn't sound crass that I came from, like, a privileged upbringing. It's just who I am. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I think the other thing that I've heard also is, like, if a kid is saying they're hungry, <laughs> fucking believe them and give them something right? to eat. Ugh. Most kids don't walk around saying that they're hungry. Like at school, asking their teacher, no, 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 yeah. and you know what, I'm I'm being very heavy about all of this because it's just on my mind all of the time because of getting all these letters, mm-hmm. and mail is the best way to get to me right now. I'll, I would give you my mailing address, but it's on my LinkedIn, okay. so LinkedIn user slash limb to limb, and that's my mailing address, and you can send me Siberian letters whenever you want. Yeah. You can even put XOXO Santa, and I'll be like, okay, this kid really needs help. Yeah. Yeah. What does it feel like to read those letters? I feel like Chris Kringle. <laughs> That's what they call me at work now. Oh, <laughs> That's cute. I'm cute. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you is. Yeah, yeah, that's cute. What, um, I mean, what can you do when, um abuse is happening within the family like it's one thing if it's like you know a caregiver's got to be monitoring what's happened to to the kid when they can't watch over them Mm -hmm. you know but what what happens when it's happening within the house well you know the creepy uncle Mm, trope television um so i had a creepy uncle once and he's still alive and i went through elizabeth fry elizabeth fry elizabeth fry.org i think Okay. It was okay. The, it was the exiting program for me. It it was nine months long. One of the most mentally tasking things I've ever done in terms of therapeutic intervention from the government. By the way, okay. You take what you can, and um, what I learned from there was just avoid him. And I'm like, what? Whoa. I can still show up at family functions, and they're like, yep. And I'm like, what? That was the most freeing, validating experience of my life. I don't have to cut myself off. For my whole family that I am the matriarch of, by the way, because my grandmother is dying. Mm-hmm. So I can still see my cousins and not worry about my creepy uncle being creepy towards me. And they're like, yep, just avoid him. How do you manage that, though? Show up at big family functions, the ones that matter. Mm, okay. Weddings, deaths, funerals. Okay, got you. So you can easily, more easily avoid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's more people there. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about this exiting program. Um, mm-hmm. What else, what else, what other resources were given to you? Um, oh my to goodness. Um, so 
when my friend Lily is going to go through this program, I know that they're not listening right now. They're going to go through it and you get a gift basket at the end. They kind of treat you like a mini little sugar baby celebrity again. Okay. Because I would talk about my red dress all the time. It's fucking red dress. Pam, you have no idea. I look so good in it. I still look good in it. It's just I've gained 100 pounds. <laughs> it's <just laughs> so a fat. A <laughs> little more snug, that's all. <laughs> oh, you're right. My rolls show through it now. There you go. Ooh, I grew into the dress. I grew into the dress. <laughs> yeah. You, they treat you how you want to be treated, not how you like to be treated, okay. how you need to be treated. How do you like to be treated? You like to be treated like a celebrity? Here's a gift basket. It has all the things you need to sustain you for the next um, three weeks after a course is done. So they give you fruit. They give you um, a Metro gift card. They give you resources. They don't They don't give you cash, but we need gift cards. We need fruit. Okay. We need everything a sailor is going to be starving of in the winter. It's vitamin C. Emergency.com. Dot <laughs> com. <laughs> <laughs> What about, okay, we're knocking down this list here. What about cults? Oh, right. I'm from a cult. My dad, uh, my original rapist, he, uh, yeah, he uh, is rumored to be the leader of a, one of the top leaders of a North Korean sex ring in Vancouver. Oh, my God. And this is just family table talk. What's my dad up to? Oh, he's just running that cult. Wow. Yeah. It's important, right? I mean, I'm not scarred by it. It has made me who I am. And, like, that's okay, too. You could be successful and a rape victim. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Maybe we can talk about how you've healed from that. Maybe, you know, if people... I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that have experienced things similar to you. Maybe that can be helpful to hear. I meditate. Mm -hmm. Doing it right now. I smoke cigarettes from Tayandanega um, near the Oasis. It's uh, south past two railroad tracks and I meditatively smoke Mm -hmm. cigarettes. Do you have people to support you? I have, yes. Good. Have you gotten support from professionals at any point in your healing journey? Journey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What was the most helpful thing for you? Do you think? Um, probably my latest therapist, Clara yeah. Doucette. She's with umnh.org, and uh, they're the Rainbow Health Network. Got mm-hmm. to see her right away, and it got me out of my dysphoria right away. This was nine months ago, six yeah. months ago. Sorry. Yeah. So I'm bouncing back faster and faster. Good. Was it anything specific that she, I don't know. Anything, um, I was going to say anything specific yeah. that she like, like, how did she help you? I guess is the question. What, why was she so helpful to you? So now when I take a picture, instead of saying cheese, I say, be an ally. And then it makes people smile. <laughs> be an ally. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. So Clara's my ally. She's my homegirl. She's my man. You know what I mean? You need to have pillars of strength in your life, right? Oh, yeah. And sometimes your legs are not the best pillars. Sometimes your family is definitely not the best pillars. Yep. But if you got four of them, you can wobble around. You need I think you need four <laughs> pillars of support. They always say three is common. Okay. You know? 
but four. Four, even better. <laughs> Two legs, right? <laughs> one, one more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now you're you get it. Now you're quadrupedal. <laughs> quadrupedal? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a little bug. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, we did want to take a break in the middle of the hour oh, this time. Okay, sure. So let's do that let's do now. It. And then we'll be right back with Chris Kim. Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. This episode is also brought to you by Club M4. Now, Club M4 is the largest sexually charged lifestyle club in the GTA, and it is located at 1989 Dundas Street East. This month, what they want you to know is they are at the Everything to Do with Sex show, and they're not only there in general, they are there somewhere very specific, because they are sponsoring the Dungeon. So head on down to the Everything to Do with Sex show and say hi to the lovely folks at Club M4. Or if you want to follow them virtually, you can do so on Instagram at clubm4.toronto or at clubm4events. We are back with Chris Kim. We're talking about some serious shit on this one, people. Ooh. Serious shit. Ooh, spooky time, spooky season. Spooky season, serious shit. Mm. That's what we do. You very briefly mentioned being a sailor. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> this topic on this list of topics just says sailor life i'm like what okay let's talk about it <laughs> so if you follow me on my personal instagram chris kim design at chris kim design uh-huh. um you'll just see me on my sailing adventures i was supposed to be on a documentary on monday october 3rd mean girl day and uh <laughs> the crew got the sickness <laughs> So it didn't happen. I got a camera. Let's make our own documentary. But Sailor Life, I just got my basic intro, basically, to sailing. And it's something that I've always wanted to do. And through, I'm going to plug another one. Happy happy Paling PEP. (laughs) Happy Paling PEP. They gave me the ability to affordably and comfortably, and at this time period of my life, be able to afford sailing lessons. Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. And I don't have to own my own boat, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. You can just go out to Canada. Fun fact. Hmm. Has the most number of people who have boats in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Period. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know that. Really? Is that real? Yes. Stats Canada. Okay. Dot org. <laughs> Very nice. Just kidding. Dot it's dot .ca. <laughs> Stats-Canada.ca. So it turns out, according to Stats-Canada.ca, uh-huh. that I am one of the most vulnerable people, mentally health speaking, in Canada. Why is that? Um, so I have BP, 
I have BPD and I have a subset of BPD called OCPD, which means that I have Katy Perry disease. We are perfection. <laughs> In North Korea, they call what I have uh, 69 disease. It means that I have 69 demons that can't be exercised out of me because I'm so perfect. Why the number 69? I mean, I have to ask. Koreans know numbers too, you know. <laughs> no, is it what is it? No, really. Is no, it the no, really. 69? Is it the 69? It's just, it's just I, a number. It's Seriously, just a number. Like it's just a doctor surgeon's number. Like it's surgeons number. from surgeons come all the way from everywhere to help other people around the world, right? Mm-hmm. So they see someone in my condition, they're like, she's not crazy. She just has 69 disease. She's just come. <laughs> okay, got you. <laughs> Hysteria. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I'm monogamous now. I'm on edge. I'm in a lesbian death bedroom situation. I love it. <laughs> I um, fucking love it. Okay. I on the list here, you do talk about um or pardon me, you do have on the list here it says being North Korean is one of your topics. So maybe <laughs> Oh you got there. So, <laughs> so... <laughs> Maybe we can talk about like how being North Korean has influenced you on your journey, like throughout all of this like journey, healing journey. So growing up North Korean in a Canadian society, Mm -hmm. I'm told that North Koreans just are crazy and that we don't care. It's like that movie, Kim Jong-il, the documentary. Mm -hmm. I'm North Korean and I'm proud of it. And Kim Jong-il is watching me right now on a drone and he's always listening. Go communism. (laughs) <laughs> so sorry you're you're taught that you're that you that you're crazy no one will tell me that to my face <laughs> but yeah essentially like what's the what's the what's the relationship between like mental mental health what's their relationship to maybe therapy and right so mental north, korea has the, north korea has access to the internet too yeah it actually yeah. has one of the best fireball protection in the world okay so they can have access to mental health. They can email me from Siberia. Mm-hmm. I just can't email them back. Okay. So yeah. when, you know, if you were there, the, you wouldn't have access to, like, you wouldn't have resources running mental health? No. You have little pieces of Bible paper being flown down at you from UNICEF. Mm-hmm. And you have children reaching up to the sky to grab money from Kim Jong-il. And... You get a piece of paper and it's a Bible scripture. But it's a message from the beacon is what they tell us, you know? Okay. What does that mean? There is no God. Nothing matters. This is all a game. I'm here from the future to tell you that nothing fucking matters. But it does when you're vulnerable. Because I'm not 18 anymore. I can't pull this stupid... I walk around Toronto, downtown Toronto, wearing a reflective vest and I act like an OPP officer and I get free coffee and donuts everywhere I go. (laughs) Nothing is real. (laughs) Rick and Morty stuff. I'm Rick. Do you have a Morty? Who's Morty? Can't say her name, but she's my partner. (laughs) But her. (laughs) She's my oasis. We met at Oasis Aqualanche. Nice. Little brown fairy. Aww. Yeah. I'm the sugar mama now. <laughs> there you go. They just, I, I'm Leo DiCaprio it out. I'm freaking out. Like, I'm about to turn 30 something. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> 30 for, for I'm freaking for out. 
Are you actually? <laughs> yeah, I'm turning 35, bitch. <laughs> so young. <laughs> it is. It's so baby. It is. Yeah. It's so baby. It's so baby. I just want to be baby King Kong Hill descended for the rest of my life, but I'm in Canada now. Spider webs are real here. You know what I mean? There's no spider webs in Korea because it's so clean. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Little robots collect poop for everybody. Like, um, like Roombas? Wally. Oh. <laughs> um, another thing on your list is mm-hmm. mil- military service. Now, I'm not sure. In I don't context... know where this is going. You ready for this one? Yes. <laughs> I'm enlisting for the Navy, for yeah. the Marines of Canada. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Why? Yes, why? Nothing matters. <laughs> Does it pay well? I get a free education out of it. Okay. I get free good. food. I get everything for free. And so, um, to be transparent, I make a lot of money through a job hmm. working <laughs> like everybody else. <laughs> 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 but I can enlist in the army and have everything taken care of for me. And all I have to risk is losing a leg. Huh, poof, I get a fucking metal leg. Shit, I want to be part of the future. Bionic. Yeah. You'd be like a Borg. I just know too much now. Getting too much power to this age is too much. I work for a bank. Which bank? I'll never tell. <laughs> I watch porn on my work phone. Mm-hmm. That's how much job security I have. That's pretty sweet. It is. You're right. (laughs) What is the, so the appeal, is there something appealing about the work of of applying to go to military service? Duty. Honor. Mm -hmm. Duty. Honor. Cleanliness. Timeliness. Germany. (laughs) Do you have a desire for some structure in your life? Submissive? (laughs) I need someone else to create the structures so that I can be me. They're going to kick me right out the door. I have BPD, baby. <laughs> They'll let me do office clerk or something really safe, but they're going to let me. I actually, Trent Ontario, spoke to this man who works at Tim Hortons now. Uh-huh. 39 years in service. And he told me, he's like, I'm like, do you think, you know, I'm smoking crazy. And he's like, I'm like, do you think under my condition that they would accept me into the Navy? And he's like, in Canada, yeah. They'll just make you a mechanic. All right. Right? And I'm good with my hands. (laughs) (laughs) With gloves on. (laughs) (laughs) With a little latex glovey. Yeah, a little love, little glove. (laughs) No love, no glove. Oh, is that what it is? Oops, that's where I made my mistakes. That's why I'm on the Marana, by the way, sugar babies. (laughs) I've been getting that wrong my whole life. Sugar babies, listen. How embarrassing. Marana, do it. Listen to your doctor don't tell them what you're doing it for just get the marina just do it yeah yeah is marina the i um what's it called it's the Um, iud that releases hormones into you for the next five years so you're protected from pregnancy for five years brilliant i always (sighs) get iud confused with the bomb you i no wait what is it oh it's very similar letters so i'm always just worried that i I'm gonna say the wrong I, one, right? And then, how do you talk to healthcare professionals about it? 
Yeah. If you don't even know the language. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually had um, one of those T-shaped devices inserted. Mm-hmm. And then I immediately got so <gasps> dizzy. Like the room pitched and pitched and pitched. They left me there for like four 10 minutes just to be like "Eh, Mm -hmm. just lie there maybe it'll get better they came back in 10 minutes the room pitched the entire time such vertigo so dizzy and they're like okay i guess we have to take it out that's it you can't have those i guess and i was like really i was like in college Yeah, yeah, and I couldn't. I and can't, we were so I couldn't get one. We, we didn't. We went to college together at some point in our lives. So I remember when we were so fertile <laughs> that a little bit of tea just made the pain go away. <laughs> <laughs> just jiggle it around in there. Is she pregnant? No, no. Nope. She's just needing a hysterectomy. Oh my god. <laughs> See, I make the conversation all about my transness. It's just clouding my judgment right now. Dysphoria. Hey, I'm into it. (laughs) Say ally. (laughs) Say who's an ally. Who's a good little ally? (laughs) You're my best ally. (laughs) Okay, last thing on this list. I think this is really important. We talked about a little bit. Relaxation strategies. But I'd like to talk Mm -hmm. about this a little more. And specifically, like... Um, surrounding dysphoric stuff and because um, you know there we have a lot of listeners who who are on the trans spectrum or non-binary mm-hmm. and they experience gender dysphoria and I'm interested in what you specifically do surrounding that so I'm not at that point yet where I know enough about my relationship with being trans to able to say it yeah. but what I do is I just spend a lot of time spacing out. And when my partner and I, and I have this, this I call it the bipolar stare. Bipolar people get it. Mm-hmm. We're just lost in thought. And mm-hmm. my partner looks at me and she's like, space boy moment. And I'm like, yup. What that means is that in my head, I'm like a space monkey and I need to hit myself in the head in order to come back to reality. Mm-hmm. But if I just say space monkey, then it grounds me. I'm like, oh, right, I'm a human, I'm a human not a space monkey i'm not in north korea anymore i i came here by boat i was kidnapped as a kid amber alert style really yeah wow yeah do you remember that yeah wow see now i'm climbing my fence just seeing who's listening because kim jong-il you know Mm. Mm -hmm. big brother Nothing matters. That's relaxing, isn't it? Just to think like that? Like, that was my exercise. I just did it. Nothing Nothing matters. matters. Mm -hmm. The sky will always be there. Mm -hmm. The sun will come out when you pee on me. (laughs) Anything yellow, I feel like, just makes you go to pee. Yeah, it's true. Do you hear the stream of my neighbor's backyard? I did hear a stream at one point. And I was like, right here. are you Oh, yeah. No. Listen, listen. Yeah, I heard that at one point. Right? <laughs> I was like, hey, you do you. If you want to pee while being interviewed on my pod, you're welcome <laughs> to. <laughs> no, it's just my neighbor's yard. I'm so lucky to live in a fenced area. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. But, like, yeah, so 
this relaxation stuff is that that mm -hmm. help you processing that trauma as well or mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I and I, I tell my therapist what I need so at the beginning of our intake which is when you first meet a therapist yeah I told her um so I get very wound up at the beginning like this conversation we just had very wound up at the beginning mm -hmm. middle is real and then the end I need some kind of grounding so that I don't leave this hour being all flighty yeah. But I have a partner at home, so nobody has to worry about me. What does your partner do for you for grounding? Can you talk about that? Helicopters around me. <laughs> Physically. <laughs> we call it helicopter moments. What does that mean? Sometimes you don't know when you need a friend touch or a love touch. Mm -hmm. Speaking as a survivor. And... So when I need a friend hug, I just say airplane mode and then we hug each other like an airplane instead of going around the middle or the back or whatever. Okay. Cuz sometimes I just need a partner. It doesn't matter who it is that one. Sometimes I just need a little airplane hug. That's all. And is that like shoulders, kind of shoulders and heads hugging rather than body Imagine touching? like you spreading your um I don't know how to do this. Um I guess you're just going to have to see my videos on kimchristine.com at Instagram. Great helicopter hug yeah yeah much better on video than it is on pod yes oh what we can talk about is how that hug makes you feel how does that how does that go mm. what's the connection friend between? touch mm -hmm. friend touch feels like hover hands you know in the photos when you're like looking back was that celebrity being creepy to me oh wait it was keanu reeves hover handing me the whole time <laughs> i have no idea what you're talking about what's hover hands? oh my god i'm sorry it's just like, it's like COVID high-fiving. Oh, got you. Yep. Okay. You just need to feel that someone is about to do, uh, oh, oh, <laughs> I did something naughty. Oh, what happened? You know? No, I just mean <laughs> I was pretending to high-five someone across the street. <laughs> did they see you? No. Look at you weird? No? No. Sweet. Got away with it. Nobody arm. cares. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I think nobody cares is just as valuable as mm. nothing matters. Nobody cares. Mm. Nobody cares mm -hmm. about you. You know, like it's kind mm -hmm. of freeing in a way, you know, nobody's thinking about you as much as you are thinking about you. Like no one cares. So Aaron, yeah. Is there anything you want to plug at the end of this episode? I'm so <laughs> curious to see what you're up to lately. <laughs> me oh my god i just i give i do the usual stuff on the pod but i actually am hosting kind of a cool event at the beginning of december that but if you're twisting my arm um, i'm you know high tea yeah you're aware of high tea the the thing that people yeah. do called high tea um well we're yeah. hosting like a kinky <laughs> one so we have like submissive people that are serving all these like dominance and it's very fancy and um yeah i'm like i'm co-organizing and hosting this event um and it's kind of yeah just this kind of kinky power dynamic event but um yeah it's just like a social for the dominance to be fancy with other dominants while submissives serve them tiny sandwiches and shit. it's gonna be lovely 
more details will definitely materialize between now okay. and then. Um, how about you? Like, what's going on? In, is there anything in, going on in your life you want to tell us about? So the so- most immediate need that I have is to celebrate my birthday. So it's after um, my partner is an actor and she's going to be in a play. So we can't celebrate it on the date, which I am obsessed with dates. So mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to me. But mm-hmm. putting her first because that's kind of what happens in a give and take relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I am celebrating my birthday on November 25th around then. Mm-hmm. Um, Civil Liberties, Bloor and Ossington on November 25th from 7 p.m. till late. Late, baby. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. And can you tell us um, where people can find and follow you? Sure. Um, It's all on the grams. So it's at Chris with a K, Kim with a K, design with a D, T-O. Chris, Kim, design, T-O. Great. Um, And for me, folks, at the Lady Pim one on Twitter, that's where I'm the most annoyingly active. Um, but if you want to go over to Instagram at the Bedpost Podcast, oh, Chris, this has been so fun. Thank you so much Thank for talking you. with me. It's been great. Uh, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the convo. We'll see you next week with another fun and sexy guest here on the Bedpost Podcast. Talk about sex and sexuality. Mm. Oh, oh, sexy. Sex, sizzle, sizzle, pop. Until then, get fucked, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>